Public and private investment in transportation technologies are at historic levels. As companies and countries around the world race to develop autonomous and connected vehicles, electric vehicles and batteries, and to improve enabling technologies like artificial intelligence and LIDAR. International investments, however, raise special concerns as the United States heavily scrutinizes foreign investment in certain technologies deemed important to U.S. national interests. I'm Randall Rubenking, and you are listening to Baker Hosts. On today's episode, we have Melissa Menino, co-lead of Baker Hostetler's International Trade and National Security Team, who regularly advises U.S. and foreign companies on complex regulatory compliance and enforcement matters relating to foreign investment, or CFIUS, export controls, and trade and economic sanctions. And we have Melody Drummond Hansen, co-lead of Baker Hostetler's Mobility Group, who advises clients from software providers to OEMs on automated, connected, shared, and sustainable transportation. Welcome, Melissa and Melody. Thank you. Glad to be here. Pleasure to be here. Let's start with what's happening in the transportation industry. Melody, what trends are you seeing? Well, we're really in this pivotal moment of recognition that while the U.S. is a leader in the automotive industry, it has really lagged behind others in advancing transportation technologies like electric vehicles and autonomous vehicles. In those spaces, other countries, including Europe and China, have invested and raced ahead. The good news is that we're seeing historic levels of investment at the federal and state levels and also from the private sector. And what we're seeing alongside that is a lot of international interest in entering the U.S. market in these industries. Okay. Now to you, Melissa. What are some of the key U.S. regulatory regimes relating to cross-border and international investments in emerging transportation technologies? There are three key regulatory regimes that parties to cross-border and international investments into emerging transportation technologies must consider, and they must consider them early. They are CFIUS, or the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States. CFIUS is a U.S. government interagency committee that has jurisdiction to conduct national security reviews of foreign investments into U.S. businesses. The second regime is U.S. export controls, particularly the U.S. Department of Commerce's Bureau of Industry and Securities Export Administration Regulations, which govern the export, re-export, transfers, and releases of most technologies, commodities, and services. And the third one are the regulatory regimes impacting supply chain issues, the sourcing of parts, materials, and components from overseas. This is a fast-growing area with new controls being implemented on an ongoing basis. These three areas alone can have a dramatic impact on cross-border and international investments in the transportation space. To highlight the importance and intersection of these regulatory regimes, I want to highlight President Biden's September 15, 2022 executive order on ensuring robust consideration of evolving national security risk by CFIUS. The EO stresses that CFIUS shall focus on a covered transaction's effect on supply chain resilience and security, both within and outside of the defense industrial base. It will focus on manufacturing capabilities, services, critical mineral resources, and technologies that are fundamental to U.S. national security, including microelectronics, artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and as you'll hear from Melody, some advanced clean energy technologies, 
uh, in critical minerals. Can you tell us any more about how CFIUS can affect or impact cross-border investments in emerging transportation technologies? As I've mentioned, CFIUS can have a dramatic impact on a cross-border investment into emerging transportation technologies. CFIUS has the power to block a foreign investment to U.S. business, force post-closing divestment, and impose restrictions and limitations on a foreign person's access to the U.S. business or its investment into the business more generally. In addition to its broad powers, CFIUS also has very broad jurisdiction. Since 2018, CFIUS has three baskets of jurisdiction. It has jurisdiction to review controlling foreign investments into any U.S. business, A control investment is generally one in which a foreign person acquires 10% or more of the voting equities. A minority investment into certain businesses known as TID U.S. businesses. TID U.S. business is a critical technology, critical infrastructure, or sensitive data business. And in these businesses, even a 1% or 2% equity investment along with certain triggering rights can be subject to CFIUS jurisdiction including mandatory CFIUS filing rules. In addition, CFIUS has jurisdiction to review certain foreign purchases or investments into real estate. As the CFIUS process can be time-consuming, expensive, and long, we often see foreign persons interested in making investments that may not be subject to CFIUS jurisdiction. One of the areas where we're seeing this is foreign persons making greenfield investments into the United States. Greenfield investments, as a general rule, are not subject to CFIUS jurisdiction, and this could include building a new manufacturing plant in the United States from the ground up. It's important, though, that greenfield investments may be subject to other U.S. regulatory regimes, including export controls and immigration issues. As well, we're seeing state laws that need to be considered as well. There are numerous examples of state legislatures proposing in some instances, enacting laws that are restricting foreign nationals to buy land or real estate. Thus, it's very important to not only look at the federal laws, but also state laws for where a foreign person may make an investment into the United States. All right. Now, looking at it from the transportation side again, Melody, what impact does this regulatory environment have on the transportation industry itself? Regulatory developments are really of critical importance to the transportation industry, as many companies in in the sector are either already employing or they are heavily investing in exploring technologies that have been deemed of special significance to national security. The executive order that Melissa mentioned, for example, identifies technologies like artificial intelligence, microelectronics, advanced clean energies, including batteries and hydrogen, and critical materials such as lithium. All of these are highly relevant to the electric vehicle and automated and connected vehicle space. Another challenge that we're seeing is that with the tightening international regulations, there can be a tension between the goals that we're trying to advance in technology and transportation. For example, we want to make electric vehicles more accessible and affordable to the average consumer so that we can encourage adoption and meet our environmental goals like reduction of greenhouse gases. As another example, while we're looking to encourage more investment in transportation technologies to to meet these goals, state laws that Melissa mentioned can affect the ability of foreign nationals to invest, further limiting the investment activity that we may see. Speaking of limits, Melissa, what limits does the United States place on data imports and exports, and how does that affect companies? The United States does not have 
of federal data privacy law, but states do. Again, so it's important to not only look at the federal requirements for your investment, but also the state law requirements. And for CFIUS purposes, data is an extremely important issue. As I mentioned, sensitive personal data is one of the companies, is one of the areas where CFIUS has jurisdiction to review minority investments, and they can be mandatory filings in the sector. A sensitive personal data business is one that maintains or collects directly or indirectly sensitive personal data of U.S. citizens. There are certain numerosity requirements, but CFIUS has designated certain areas of data as sensitive personal data. They include co-location data using positioning systems such as cell phone towers, Wi-Fi access point, vehicle GPS, and other onboard mapping tools. And you'll hear from Melody about the importance of data in the EV connected vehicle and electric vehicle space. And also it's important, CFIUS will look at data, who has access to it, where is it stored, and how is it stored from a national security perspective. All right, Melody, once again, we'll ask you, why are data controls of interest to companies and investors in transportation technology? Well, regulations on data transfer are particularly relevant in emerging transportation technologies because, for example, connected and automated vehicles make very heavy use of data. We're talking terabytes of complex data that's being collected, communicated, and stored every day. And that can include data that, as Melissa mentioned, is deemed sensitive, like geolocation data. So companies will really want to understand what kinds of data are they collecting, who can that data be shared with, and where can the data be hosted as well? As we wrap up today, what are some key takeaways you each have for companies and investors with cross-border activities in these emerging transportation technologies? Three key takeaways are, do an assessment early on about what U.S. regulatory regimes could impact your cross-border deal. Make sure you understand the timing, the costs, and the impact that they can have on the deal. Also, understand that the emerging transportation technologies, foreign direct investment, export controls, and supply chain laws and regulations are very dynamic. They are changing, and it's important to understand the current state of the law at the time of your investment. Also, understand what, if any, filings will need to be done and the timing of those filings make your transaction complete. Are there any export control licenses that need to be filed? Are there any light export licenses that need to be obtained? Are there other filings besides CFIUS that may need to be filed, such as BE13 filing? Are there any ITAR registrations or other export control filings that need to be made? And for my part, I'd say, you know, one important takeaway is if you're not sure whether your business is implicated by international trade regulations, it's a best practice to get a checkup on your investments, your employment, and your data transfer activities to identify any compliance concerns. As a second takeaway, emerging technology areas like electric vehicles, automated and connected vehicles, and artificial intelligence particularly merit specialist advice as they are increasingly under scrutiny from both federal and state regulators alike. And finally, while we focus on international trade and federal policies, we also need to be attentive to evolving state and local laws which may add requirements beyond those at the federal level, further affecting international investments. Thank you, Melissa and Melody. If you have any questions for Melissa or for Melody, their contact information is in the show notes. As always, thanks for listening to Baker Hosts. 
Comments heard on Baker Hosts are for informational purposes and should not be construed as legal advice regarding any specific facts or circumstances. Listeners should not act upon the information provided on Baker Hosts without first consulting with a lawyer directly. The opinions expressed on Baker Hosts are those of participants appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect those of the firm. For more information about our practices and experience, please visit BakerLaw.com.